0: welcome to raspberry tea pod chat. i'm claire i'm claire and i'm
1: joe <laughs> ccj good morning good afternoon good evening <laughs> oh dear this is disintegrating before i've even done the introduction i'm sorry i, I looked up I looked up and forgot Claire to look for Claire's cue that we were recording then, but hopefully you know us by now, and if it's your first time, well, welcome to the madhouse. Um, today we want to talk about collaboration and service swaps, and this is one of our darling Claire's subjects, I'm going to hand over to her to introduce it to you. It's actually this month, isn't it? I've done other two as well. Uh, collaboration, yeah.
2: I I've recently joined a, a a networking networking can I borrow some of these teeth please because mine don't work today next working group called the northern affinity and it's basically the ethos is based around collaboration so it's about how smaller businesses particularly but other other businesses well if you are of a mind where you can collaborate or you can work together to help each other grow and develop your businesses then that's it's all about basically that the core of it um it just reminded me of sometimes collaborations or service swaps sometimes are really beneficial if you've both got a need at the same time like at the moment one of my clients is a personal trainer she needed my services for completely revamping and developing her brand from the strategy upwards and I needed to shift my lockdown chunk and I thought a personal trainer is a great idea because I'll get my backside kicked every week and I'll have definite appointments in my diary and I'll stick to the plan and I'll stick to doing things so the timing of that was perfect so we've actually done a service swap for an equal amount of money and investment of time and we're working with each other so she's getting my services for her benefit and I'm using her services for mine so it just came about that sometimes service swaps or collaborations can be a real benefit to both parties, but how often do they come around? Are they a good thing? Obviously, collaboration is quite different to a service swap, but sometimes they can work together.
1: I think collaboration is something that, it's very important. And I think most businesses will understand that there are strategic partnerships that they can build. For example, as you always say, Claire, we do pictures, we do words, they mm-hmm. go together. Yep. So we have a lot of clients where we might re- write a lead magnet, you'll then design it and make it look on brand and beautiful and attractive. Mm-hmm. But I also think what happens in a lot of instances is people in the same industry see each other as competitors rather than seeing each other as collaborators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, you know, I always, if I go to a networking meeting or anything, and there's another copywriter or content writer there, I'm straight in on saying, shall we have a chat? Do you want a one, 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 one-to-one? Um, <laughs> stop laughing at me, Joe. Um <laughs> Because it's very rare that you're both looking for the exact same target market. Yeah. Hmm. You know, and example i had a one-to-one and i've no idea where it came from actually it might have been when we advertised for another writer joe um this girl appeared to be in pr and i thought fantastic i don't want to get involved in pr so i we arranged this one-to-one and actually she's a content writer she can do pr and she does do it for some of her clients and she's certainly got that background she enjoys being a content writer um i'd had an inquiry the week before from a company completely out of the blue and it was one of those phone calls you get out of hours when you're expecting your mate to phone you and i picked up my phone and went hey up chick and was a potential client from london (laughs) we have a harley street clinic so you can imagine that probably wasn't the best start to the phone call. Um, and it didn't get much better. There definitely was no connection between me and this client. But I put my quote forward and they came back to me and asked me a few questions, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. But I knew we weren't going to get that work. It wasn't right for us. Yeah. It wasn't right for them to use us. Yeah. After talking to this girl on this one-to-one, she was perfect for them. She was absolutely perfect for them. So I actually sent this prospect an email and said, I've just met this girl. She's a content writer. She could do exactly what you're looking for. I think you two would be a really good match.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. They contacted one another. and I don't know if anything's happened, but, you know, and the prospect actually thanked me for doing that. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of businesses would say, well, you've just done yourself out of a potential client possibly I had but they weren't a natural fit with us
0: and if they weren't your ideal client anyway it's like exactly. finance for instance you look at what you think is going to be a vanilla product so it's a bog standard um lease agreement da, 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 da. you think it's going to be ever so straightforward and it turns out to be more hassle than it's worth yeah And I'm not saying the clients would turn out to be more hassle than they're worth, but you end up putting more time and effort and energy in and not necessarily hitting the mark that they want anyway. Yeah. So why not pass that lead on to somebody else? And actually, like you say, people will thank you for it. And you know that the universe will send you something back. Not that that's the reason that you're doing it, but...
1: Somebody posted in a Facebook group. Um, a week or two ago about you know i want to i'm I'm a writer but i've not got much commercial experience has anybody got any briefs i'm not looking for work i'm just looking for past briefs um i contacted straight away and said i can send you some and she's been so grateful for me sending her some of our briefs i mean obviously i've not given the client's name or what we've done for them but yeah. the actual brief so she can get a feel for what it's like out there in the commercial world and i said to her, you know we're always looking for good writers if you want to send me what you actually produce for me to edit it or, or critique i guess is more the more the yeah. word yeah. um please do because i can see if you'd be a fit for us and whether there'd be any potential to give you work mm-hmm. um, Why not help other people along?
0: I think the whole idea of people working together rather than being at war, you know, I mean, it extends everywhere, doesn't it? And on a massive, massive scale. But bringing it back down to us, why wouldn't you do it? Mm. Why wouldn't you? You know, you want the best for all your clients at the end of the day, whether they're your clients, their clients. That's the way we should be thinking.
1: Yeah for me there's plenty of work to go around and whether you look at collaboration as a strategic partnership mm-hmm. where you can pass business to one another or you look at collaboration as um you know i know for a fact i know two different health and safety companies and claire knows them as well mm-hmm. who work together yep one yes. goes i've got this contract in i can't actually fulfill it will you do it for me please yeah that happens an awful lot You know, and why shouldn't it happen? If you've got people you know, like and trust that can work for your client, why not do that? Mm. If it means you can grow and you can fulfil a client's needs.
0: In fact, we've just done it, haven't we, Claire, last week, having a meeting with um, another of our clients for another (laughs) client. (laughs) And I think it will benefit everybody if it it all comes off because... Why keep it to yourself and not be able to deliver within time scales? Deliver the right thing for your customer, your client. When actually, if you work together, you
1: can all do it, and it's brilliant. Yeah. So I think it's it's the mindset. It's that word again of whether you see people as your competition or not. Mm. I've never, and and you know, a lot of people, including Clairo, teachers, branding strategy would say that you should you should be doing your market research on your competitors etc etc i've never done it and i never will do it our clients work with us because of who we are and what we offer
0: yeah
1: yeah Um, if they weren't the right people they go to somebody else i don't need to look at what my, my competitors are doing yeah i don't feel that i've got any competitors you know um I know that's very different depending on what industry you're in, particularly if there's a sort of cutthroat throat cut price or, or there's an industry standard for prices. I get you need to see what people are doing. Um, but if, if you're happy and you know your services are the right ones for your clients and you're getting the business and you're you getting the target market, why see people as competition?
0: Exactly, and we've all got something slightly different to offer.
1: And we're kind of,
0: we are kind of different, really, aren't we, Claire? (laughs) In that sense. And, you know, we do turn things around for people. And we possibly don't come across as many other copywriters, content writers, you know, website, um, web copy producers because we work so closely with our clients and we understand them as well as their end customer. Yeah. And a lot of people don't do that, do they? So, yeah. you know, we've got different things to offer than somebody that they may see as our competitor that we yeah. actually don't.
1: I mean, we, I think the thing is, and, and the other clients are exactly the same with her clients, I know we care about our clients. Mm-hmm. what we do is aimed at them growing their business in the way they want to grow it so we're not looking at it from growing our business point of view we're looking at it from their point of view mm-hmm. um and, and again that's a, where you put your emphasis isn't it are you trying to build an empire yourself and not really care how you build that empire how you get your money in a sense how you treat your customers, or you customer centred mm. and, and look at it a different way and, and again I think that depends on industry depends on size of business um you know but I I just think collaboration is essential
0: and service swaps then going back to service swaps have you ever come across a point where or what happens if your services are not classed as the same value
1: so you've got a
0: service swap that one might perceive it as the same value, and it might feel like a massive value to you, but in actual fact, it's not. Yeah. So what happens in those circumstances? I think it's if if the if your
2: need is worth something to you, yeah, and the person that can fulfil that need can that can see something that they need from you then as long as each other's happy, they don't necessarily have to be the same monetary value. It's great if they are. I mean, that's the, that's the way that we've worked hours with what we're doing. It was basically my client needed what my offer was. And I said, well, that's, what the, that's one of the packages going back to an early podcast. Um, that's the package and that delivers all of that. And she said, great, well, my packages are this so we'll work it out. Uh, so it, so it does equate to the same monetary value. But I think if you like, say if you need if you needed a, uh, a new boiler in your house or something, and uh, you knew a plumber that could come and do it for you, and obviously I think a new boiler is about around about a thousand pounds cost, something like that, maybe plus or minus with the labour on it, depending on how difficult it is. Yeah. If if you needed that, but that. Um, Plumber, for example, we've take you guys as an example. That plumber was building a new website and he needed the copywriting for, say, a four page website. Your prices for a four page website may or not equate financially, but what a massive headache you'd solve for that guy in making his web copy sound like him and fit him, and he fitting a new boiler to him is just like back of his hand. It does it day in, day out. It, Mm. I mean, it's 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 a perception of value. I think that's most yeah. important that both I think all, is are happy.
1: There is a perception, but I've been stung a couple of times over the years mm. where I've given a lot more than has been promised back. Right,
0: right. So I that think,
1: somebody's let you down. Yeah, I think I think that's difficult because some people have an overinflated perception of their value
0: yeah
1: and so i think that th- what they've done is equates to what you've given and it does not necessarily at all um because of that i'm always i always do what you've done with the pt and go okay basically let's look at our life or whatever rates yeah. And let's say, well, that's worth that. So what does it equate to for you? And what can that way? Because I think then everybody's crystal clear because I think people go into service swaps with the best of intentions. Yep. But sometimes then they suddenly get busy, they get another contract, something else happens. And because yours is free in their head, yeah, you go way down the list and it doesn't get done. Yeah. Um, so I just think, I think they're a fantastic thing. Um, not sure we should be promoting them from an accounts point of view and, <laughs> um, you know, that side of things. But, you know, I do think they are a fantastic thing, but I think you, ha- you do have to be careful that you both know exactly
0: what's expected of you. Would you also, sign anything then? Would you recommend signing anything? Or is it like a gentleman's agreement and and that's... Enough.
1: I would always do it on a gentleman's agreement, I think, um, purely for implications of finances and stuff like that, because it's yeah. sort of what we're suggesting is going under the radar, which is not...
2: Well, in, in, in saying that as well, you can't build a business on service swaps. No. Like, I, I haven't got any others on the radar, and I haven't done any others in previous months. Mm. Because at the end of the day, you're in business to make money, but you've got bills to pay. And service swaps might solve a problem or fulfil a need, but they don't pay bills. Yeah. So I think t- from time to time, if there's something that you particularly need, and you, it's very rare, I think, that you find something where you can do a, a complete service swap, where you mm. both got the need for what each other can offer. I think they're quite rare opportunities, but more collaboration, like you said earlier, I'm the same as you if I come across any other designers or people that specialize in branding I want to talk to them because I want to talk trade
0: because
2: okay. you you, don't, you never talk trade with your clients because you have to make you have to make things easy and simple to understand and you translate things in effect but a little bit of trade talk or the way that we do things or the way that things used to be done or trends and things like that I think it's great to talk to other
1: people who are in your industry about things like that. And, and you don't worry about people stealing your ideas. Cause I can imagine some people would go, oh, I don't want to tell people cause they'll steal my ideas. I think that comes with experience as well.
2: You can weigh people up cause you can generally tell like you, you're fantastic. Your gut feeling about people's brilliant. I don't know why I'm stealing want I had a, one, I had a <laughs> one recently with with somebody who works in a similar sector to me, specializes in a slightly different area but there is a service crossover. And I was really comfortable with him. I was quite happy to, he said, well, what's the? what would you charge for this? And what would you charge for that? And I told him, I said, I've got no problem telling you what the price is. I said, ask me anything you want to know. I'll be transparent with you. Because mm-hmm. I, I trusted him. I'd got a really good vibe vibe from him. And uh, plus as well as somebody that you work with and I've got an endorsement from you kind of thing. I might not be so transparent immediately with somebody who worked in the same trade, I might give a fluffy answer whether it's from this to this or depends on what's needed or how much time or something like that but i'd always have a conversation with somebody that works in a similar industry to me because it fascinates me the the different way that people do things or the way that people think
1: differently i I think that's the point though isn't it you can you've always got people who are going to try and pump you for information for their own benefit and i think that's where people worry about collaborations and things like that because feel that they can't trust the other individual yeah um i get that completely i do get that completely and if you're not very good at reading people straight away and immediately and, and we all get it wrong even those of us that can and to get a vibe from somebody we still get it wrong sometimes um you do have to protect your own business interests of course you do but you know, you don't have to discuss pricing. Mm. You don't have to let them know your development plans. You know, yeah. you two know my development plans for Raspberry Flamingo, but yeah. I think one other person does outside the three of us. Yeah. Um, because I don't want somebody else going, oh, that's a good idea, I'll do that. Before I've had, uh, you know, it's you might get copied anyway and there are other people that do what i'm planning to do but i want to do it in my own way i don't want any influence or any pressure um so i think i think if you if you're somebody who's never talked to people in your own industry and you shy away from having those meetings try it you might be really surprised you don't have to talk pricing or problems or anything else but you might just find that there's some massive benefits come from it yeah I do
0: I mean the worst thing you can do is compare yeah the worst thing you can do is put yourself in that position where you compare yourself with somebody else who it looks like is offering the same or a similar thing yeah don't compare your performance with theirs don't compare the way that you do things if it's worked for you if it works for your clients then absolutely fine um because that can go against you if you're not careful if you you know it really can knock you knock your confidence if you do that but, but that's just where so the collaboration so part comes in because you will actually
1: learn a lot more as well but for some people joe having that element of competition spurs them on yeah definitely so it, it you know again as with all these things it's about you as an individual yeah and about you knowing what's the best thing and the right thing for you yeah having competition is going to spur you and your business on and and make you push and get better results look for the competition
0: fair fair point Well if
1: looking looking for the competition is going to make you go oh I'm nowhere near that I'm, and I'm fed up now because I'm not achieving what they're achieving don't look for it yeah or if you just don't care what the competition's doing like me mean. <laughs> that's even better <laughs> that's I think I'm getting thing. to
0: that point thank you very much
1: <laughs> it's a shocking thing to say though isn't it, it it's true and I think as a, particularly if you're listening to this and you're thinking about starting a business or you are a new business owner comparing yourself to somebody else who's been in the game for years not a good thing to do Mm. look at them and talk to them and ask them for their advice and the lessons they've learned the mistakes they've made yeah don't compare where you are now to where they are
0: Mm. I think actually if you speak to people and they are honest and upfront with you for most of the things that you're talking about like we say you don't need to go into the detail about pricing and everything they're the kind of people that, yes, you would look up to yeah. and you would learn a lot from. If there's people that are like, no, I'm not telling you anything, I'm absolutely keeping it all to myself, this is my business, it's mine, this is how I do it, would you necessarily want to be like them
1: anyway? So yeah. what will you learn from them? I mean, a lot of people, like me, have got prices on the website. Yeah. You know I mean? It makes no difference to me talking to people about pricing because it's out there anyway. Mm. So, <laughs> you know, it's... It, I just, I just think you've got to be a little bit careful, but if you are starting out or you are a young business that's looking to grow, find those people that have been there and done it and take the lessons that they can explain to you so that you don't do it. Yeah. Because, you know, those five people that they say we are the sum of, we want those five people to be higher than us or to be where we want to get to eventually. It's, you know, you wouldn't employ a business coach that's never had a business. Yeah. Surely. If I employed a business coach, I want them to have been there, done it, made the millions or whatever they aspired to do, and now passing on their wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Not somebody who's read a book.
0: Yeah. Life
1: experience is a wonderful thing. We've all got plenty of it, haven't we? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but there are other pod chats. <laughs> so, uh, so Claire, this one was yours. Have we covered what we want you wanted us to cover? Because you know, it was
2: in, in, an interesting I think, exploration. I think I think we're very much in a similar stance on collaboration. We are like-minded people who are open to collaboration and we're not threatened by people that do what we do. We we see that as opportunity rather than threat. I thought that would be the case, but it was just, I thought it'd be, raise an interesting topic of discussion if people want to comment on the, on the Facebook post when they've listened to it. And that's
0: not meant in a bragging way either, is it? Absolutely not meant in that sense. It's it's the way that you are, Claire, isn't it? Which Claire? (laughs) Because you said you just don't care what the competition's doing and it's not meant as in we're up here and actually it really doesn't matter. It's not not meant that way at all.
1: No, not at all. I mean, look, you know, there are copywriters in the UK that I know who are earning quarter of a million, half a million pounds a year. Yeah. Right? Mm. Because they have chosen to work for global companies. They might get one piece of work to make five grand out of it yeah i've chosen and as you know i've i've thought about this long and hard over the over time i have chosen our niche market as small business owners yeah i can't charge small business owners the rates that i could charge a global corporation
0: yeah
1: that's okay with me that's what i've chosen so as far as i'm concerned you know i'm I'm not in competition with anybody else in any way because people come to us because of us. Yes, we are bloody good at what we do. Mm-hmm. We get our clients results. you know, we one of our clients has continually within three days of publishing every blog, been on the in the top five for that search, yeah. on Google. and we get them results. and he said, He's, he started getting phone calls about a particular subject and couldn't real didn't realise why, and then realized that we'd done a blog on it for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and suddenly he's he's getting a load of working that he wasn't expecting, but he, he I mean he knew the blog subject, he'd just not put two and two together. Um, we get our clients' results and that's why we do what we do and we make it affordable for our target market. Yeah. You know, I guess you're you're sort of the same Claire although you are aiming for larger companies your target market ideally is a larger organization than than we're aiming for but you make it affordable for your target market might be a different level to ours, but you make it that's me
2: yeah 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 I've got I've got offers for for uh, across several different markets from small one-man bands up and growing businesses I think I can make more of a difference to with what my services can provide to maybe smaller businesses that are ready to grow and ready to get slightly bigger or do more mm-hmm. it's that it's about uh, the crest of the wave kind of thing but um but yeah it's about again it's it's finding the right customer yeah and and, and tailoring what you do to that customer and speaking to that customer
1: but if your marketing message is correct and your prices are correct for your target market, you will find the customers. Yeah. It's, it's those two things. It's, it's, as we said, I think on a different pub chat, you know, nobody's service or product has any value to it other than the marketing message, because mm-hmm. until somebody's bought it and experienced it, it's, it's worthless. Yeah. almost well, and that's whether it's a diet whether it's a, a physical product or whether it's a service it's that perceived value yeah. up front yeah. means somebody will buy it
0: or won't buy it so that's brought us back round nicely hasn't it to collaboration and service swaps. sorry Claire I took the other Claire off on one didn't I then so I'll leave you to it
2: yeah so like we've talked about collaboration we've talked about service swaps as always on four o'clock on a Wednesday, uh, the episodes are published. They are shared on our Facebook page at Raspberry Tea Podchat. Please like it. Please share it. Please comment. That's what we're more interested in. We want to know what your opinions are. What do you think about the subjects that we're talking about? And drop us a comment in there. We'd love to hear from you. And if you,
1: and you think on, we're as mad as a box of frogs, you can say that too. Oh, yeah, feel free. Yeah. But you know what? On that note, it's time for a brew. It is. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.